there is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything. That power that can make a way out of nowhere. Today, the world, in the world, is so much suffering because of that one of prayer. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Prayer Revolution, your daily prayer podcast. I'm my, my name is Doyle. I'm here with my good friend, Vera. And we are here to say a morning prayer and, and to discuss the mood of prayer and how to bring that into our daily lives. Um, just some little reminders for ourselves to let go and let God a little bit. And uh, we're glad to be here with all of you on the journey. And I'm really glad that you're here, Vera, also for always always being a vessel of connection, of gratitude, of recentering for us and so many. So thank you. Thank you, Doyle. Feel the same way about you, feel the same way about all you guys and grateful, super grateful to be here. Um, yeah, let's just jump right in. Let's dive in. Let's jump right in. Let's jump right in. Get your puddle jumpers on and let's go hopping. Okay, and put your swimsuits on and we're, we're diving deep. <laughs> Okay, let's go ahead and yeah, close your eyes, get into a comfortable seat and start connecting to your breath and connecting to your intention. That when we pray, this is, this is one major part of our life is what we're trying to do is create a foundation of our consciousness, a foundation of the subtle, what is going on in our minds, what's going through our conscience, what are the feelings that we're having internally and that through the yoga teachings, we understand that from subtle, we see gross manifest. From subtle, we see ourselves go from thoughts to feelings to actions, and those actions become habits. And so what we're trying to do is our little part, this is our little humble part of helping us all, all of us today, to connect a little bit more to that mindset that actually supports the eternal nature of our soul and our, our relationship with our higher power that through prayer, through connection, that we begin to, from a subtle level in our minds, in our hearts, in our consciousness, in our feelings, we begin to transform them, to realign them with our pure, loving natures. And then from there, naturally, we see our environment. We bring that into our environment, to all of our relationships in life. And so this is our little contribution to that, our little contribution to helping us to reconnect to our original consciousness. My dear Lord, I pray to you today that no matter what our faith is, no matter what our background is, no matter what we have gone through in our life, the ups and the downs, the traumas, the incredible benefits we've experienced, the pleasures, the pains, that each and every one of us has a different story in this world. Help us to take the time to pause and to look at our story, and to look at how you have been guiding us throughout our life, that through the challenges, through the pleasures and the pains, that all along you've been shaping us for this moment right now in our life, for this moment to be able to empathize with the people around us that are going through something maybe we can resonate with or we can relate to, that our whole life has been preparing us to become better listeners, to become better 
instruments of your compassion, of love, of kindness and action. Every moment of our life has been a gift to us. It can be so challenging to see that. It can be so difficult to recognize. If we've gone through difficulties and challenges, we're still holding on to them. But let us please feel that today, no matter what we've gone through in our life. Help us to please see that there was a reason behind it. There was meaning behind it. And that now everything we've been through in our life is a foundation, a catalyst, seeing it through that vision that is allowing us to serve in a unique way, in a, in a very special way in the world today. Please help us to rewrite those stories. Help us as we go into our consciousness to rewire our consciousness to see that my entire life has led me to this moment. And in this moment, I have a choice. I have a choice again, a choice to serve, a choice to be loving, a choice to be compassionate, a choice to serve with our hearts and our souls, to uplift others around us, to uplift ourselves, to reconnect with our higher power. We have that choice right now. Give us the power and the strength to be able to recognize that, to be able to live our life in accordance with that. Truth is in our hearts. Truth is in our consciousness. Please illuminate that truth and help us to live in alignment with it every moment of our life. We call out your beautiful holy names, your divine holy names that contain all of your energies, the sound representation of your divine personal self. When we call out your names, we're with you. When we pray to you, we're with you. And when we're with you, we awaken our souls. So we awaken our souls a little bit more today as we chant this great Maha Mantra, delivering our mind back to our original consciousness. We listen and we chant with sincerity. We begin to bring our consciousness back into alignment with our eternal soul, back into alignment with your grace. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Thank you, Beer. Thank you, Lorazel's beautiful boy. Lorazel, Jack. Where's Jack? There he is. What a cutie. Thank you, DG. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for us giving me an opportunity to pray. Remember, Thank you. Doing it, doing it together. Thank you. You got a new shirt on? It is not a new shirt. You look good. <laughs> It's not a black tank top, so <laughs> I have like five, sh I have four shirts or something, five shirts in, in Florida, and uh, I, I have a very, very minimalist wardrobe, which I kind of like. It's kind of yeah, nice. Keeps it, keeps it simple, right? Yeah. It's very simple. Beautiful. I have, I have this many clothes. <laughs> Sweet. Well, how are you doing down there? How's things going? My hair is getting longer, Lali Cake. It sure is. It sure is. My my attachment to my buzzer broke. And so either I go super, super short, like how Doyle does it, which I don't like doing, or <laughs> I'm kind of stuck. So. 
I think it looks like Doyle, which I think he looks kind of like a dweeb, so I wouldn't want to do that. No, no, not at all, not at all. You put words into my mouth. It's not true. I think you look beautiful. Like you, you like the, you're like the beaming sunshine, my love. You're like a beaming ray of sunshine, a ray of Vishnu in our lives. Who feels that Doyle brings like the, the warmth of the sun into your life? Yeah? Who feels like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nicole, Nicole was, was, uh, was mentioning, saw a picture I posted just last night on Instagram of me when I was in high school. And I just had like, it was almost like you can't see my face. There's just like this, like, it's like I'm sticking my face through a bush of hair. And you can just kind of <laughs> see this. You can kind of kind of make out like the eyes and the nose and the teeth a little bit. And there's just like, there's just like tangly, wrangly, bushy hair surrounding it. You're like, is that a, per- is that a person? It's back in your rocker phase, Bubba. It's back, back in, my, you know, slanging that guitar and those lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's back in my back in my rock and roll days in high school. But I, I haven't had I haven't had hair much longer than this in about 20 years. I mean, I grew it grew sometimes a little longer. I don't know how you measure that, but this has kind of been where I'm at. But this has been where I'm at. Somebody once said that you had to bring back the Bieber hair. And I was like, what's Bieber hair? Like I miss that whole era. I was living in I was living in Ashram for a decade. <laughs> I'm appreciating Afanan sharing on here. Uh, Zerlina, thank you for your love. Thank you guys for always sending your love. Um, Afnan, when you start praying, I just don't want you to stop. I'm Muslim, but I keep craving your prayers. I don't know why. And uh, Afnan, you are you're a seeker of truth. You're a seeker of of divine love and spiritual connection. And so you are. You're finding it. You have the ears and the eyes and the heart to be able to find it everywhere you go. So thank you for that, that beautiful vision. And uh, thank you for us being able to share faith. Thank you for that. It's beautiful. All my beautiful friends, thank you so much for tuning in, Afran. You, you know, DG, just on the hair thing, just to, you know, while, while we're me. on that. Hit me. Hit me over the head with a buzzer. I also, I also uh, had long... Um, it wasn't scraggly, but it was curly, long curly hair. And that was kind of my, those are, I had two haircuts when I was a kid. It was either, I was either growing my hair out or it was buzzed. It was just, there were two, that, those were the two haircuts I had in my life. That was it. Two speeds on this train. And I remember when I had long, and I had pretty curly blonde hair. Um, when I was in high school, people called me Justin Timberlake. I, JT, that was like, I, I, I always get this, you know, people calling me that. And then I was like, all right, you know what? I'm over this Justin Timberlake thing. Like, I am, I'm Bud the stud. That's who I am. I'm Bud. I'm not Justin Timberlake, you know? And it's time, you know, it's time to correct this whole situation. I'm buzzing it off, right? So I buzz it off. And literally, like, you know, I think either the same time, whatever, the same time frame. I'm not like, I'm not like keeping tabs on Justin Timberlake, but he buzzed his head, you know? And then it was like, <laughs> and everybody thought I was just copying him, you know? I was like, such God. a copier. <laughs> it was just one of the one of those funny funny he, things on, uh, he, he copied you vera yeah Bryn. you know what i have a feeling you know even though there was no instagram or facebook at that time he was definitely following me somehow stalker and uh he uh yeah broke it through it's coming out <laughs> it's coming out a lot of people are saying they've always thought you looked like jt Oh, come on, Indira. Oh, you got so much. Oh, okay, well, I'll take it as a compliment. You know, I used to get a little... Uh, he has a compliment. A, that is a compliment. Yeah, he's a good looking guy and uh, seems like a sweetie, so... It's a compliment yeah. to him. Thank you. <laughs> okay. 
and Marta, uh, to see how close you both are and the beautiful friendship you share. Every day that brings a smile to my heart. Thank you. Your love is contagious. Joyao, yes, yes. It brings a smile yes. to my heart every day too. Thank you for recognizing it, Marta. You, you always share with so much um, enthusiasm. Like you're, 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 you are with us. Like I feel like you're in the room with me when just seeing you, your comments on Instagram are so, so with us and you share so much wisdom from your heart. So thank you, Martha, for joining in and all you guys, all you guys for joining in. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Harry Krishna. All right, mama, you got it. <laughs> all right, all right. Great idea, Imbam. Your mom has a request there, Vera, on the chat board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I just want to ask if we can address the issue of the tragic, unfair, and untimely passing of George Floyd. We can address the issue. Yes. Absolutely, Mom. I, I think that, uh, thank you for asking the question. And, you know, we, we are here to respond for sure to the questions and the insights that people are sharing. And, uh, I mean, there's so much that can be said on it. There's so much, of course, that's being said on it. There's so much that's being done around it that's, that's triggered a response from our whole country and, and beyond for, um, yeah, for us to live our life, you know, to, to really bring consciousness into unfair treatment, you know, for us to really bring consciousness into our own, our own way of living and how through actions and inactions also that we are either, con we're either contributing to a, a world of racism and uh, bigotry and violence and unfair, you know, social situations, or we are, or we're actually doing something to make a difference in the world. It's really, I know for sure for myself, it's, it's had me, um, you know, question my own integrity and my own self and my own conscience, like to, to dig deeper into that, to dig deeper into understanding how I can be a more thoughtful and more responsive uh, person in this world when it comes to, especially when it comes to these type of situations. Yeah. And so yeah, you know, so much can be said on it. And, um, and I think that it's, yeah, there's, there is, you know, according to the Bhakti teachings, you know, that these type of actions, no, there's no room for it. There's no question about is there room for unfair treatment and the, you know, the extent that we saw in the, the life of, and the, the passing of George Floyd. Absolutely. You know, it's not condoned in any way. You know, that type of behavior, that type of experience, there's no question about that. And, and what we've been exploring in our talks is, is that, that the toxicity that exists within the human heart, the toxicity that exists within the human heart that somehow or other will allow somebody to pin someone to the ground and take their life, to take their dignity, <clears throat> without even, somehow or other, without even being conscious or aware of it. You know, that, you know, no, there's, there's, there's no room for that. And, and so that's, that's clear, you know, in regards to stance of, of bhakti is that you know, we're, we're trying to see, you know, Lord Chaitanya, he, he brought a movement 500 years ago. He brought a, a, a nonviolent revolution in India where there was so much bigotry, where there was so much, you know, the caste system was at its, uh, the epitome of, of just suppressing people and controlling people just based on their birth. You're born in this family, you had certain privileges. If you were born in another family, you were an outcast practically. You were an outcast and that's how you were treated openly and publicly. It was accepted. 
And, you know, in Lord Chaitanya, he, he brought a revolution. It was a revolution of consciousness, a revolution of, of the, the human hearts. And, and it was through the congregational chanting of the holy names of God, you know, that, that if my consciousness is still riddled with friends and enemies, and I think that I'm white, and I think that this one's that, and I think that, and I'm still, and I was born in this family, and I have these privileges, and that's the basis of my interactions in life, then yeah, there are going to be bias. Yeah, I, I am going to, I am going to mistreat people consciously or unconsciously, and I'm going to miss the opportunity actually to, to serve and to love and to be an instrument of compassion in my life. I'm going to miss that, miss that opportunity. And so, this is the angle that you know Doyle and I in, in, the, in our morning talks that we've we've primarily been taking this angle. And you know, any specifics, any any elements of it specifically to discuss, we're all, we're always open to that. But the angle that we're taking on it, prayer revolution and, and coming in with setting a spiritual intention each day in these talks is, is that, okay, what's, what is the toxicity that continues to exist in my own consciousness and my own heart and go through the process. We're taking inventory. We're educating ourselves. We're looking deep in our own hearts and our own minds and, and to see, you know, where is it in my life that actually that you know, I'm through inaction, I'm causing harm and through action, I'm causing harm. And how can I, because that's not the nature of my soul. That's not the nature of my consciousness. How can I in my life come into alignment? How can I understand God's will in my own life individually, right? How can I understand that? And how can I bring that into every, every experience, every relationship in my life? And so that's, uh, that's an angle that we've been taking and, and I found which, what I believe is foundational you know, if, it, if we're looking at things from subtle to gross, if we're looking at the states of our minds and the states of our, our feelings and our hearts leading to our actions, our actions leading to our habits and our biases, then let's get in and let's check in. Where, where are those seeds, right? Where are the seeds of violence? Where are the seeds of racism? Where are the seeds of, of selfishness, of greed, of arrogance, of pride? Where are the seeds of those? Where are they being planted? Where are they being nourished within my heart? that's uh, creating, uh, creating my life experience and creating the environment around me. So mm. that's, um, that's been my, you know, that's my own self-work that I'm talking about and, and, and what I encourage any friend, any person in the world to look at and to take inventory of. And, and then from there, from that platform, absolutely, let us step into action. Whatever that looks like individually, it's gonna be different for every person on this planet. It's gonna be different for every person. And it's incredibly uniquely meaningful for every single person on this planet, whether it touches one person, 10 per people, 10 million, whatever it is. And so that's, um, yeah, that's a little bit. Thank you for, thank you for asking, Mama. DG, any thoughts you're having or anything you're seeing in the chat board that's you um, touch on? Yeah, a few things in the chat board and also myself. Um, there's, there's, um, you know, I, th I think when this when this when this instance hit, there were kind of two major responses. Um, one is, "Oh my God, how could something like this happen?" And I think another response was like, "Yes, this has been happening for so long. Now you're just seeing it." You know, I think there are people who are aware of this type of of, of racism and bigotry and violence that experience on a regular basis or 
witness it on a regular basis, either directly or through friends or through family or other channels, the communities they grew up in that are just like, yes, this has been going on for so long. Like now you're finally seeing it. And there's other people who are shocked. Like, oh my God, like I'm just seeing this for the first time. I didn't realize. And I think a lot of what's happening is the, the emotion around those two experiences. One mm -hmm. is just like, there's a whole group of people that are just going through the shock of like coming out of the denial almost of like, oh my God, like, like there's a lot of people that are starting to come out of a denial. You know what I mean? There, there, there's been this collective denial, I think about a lot of what's going on. And some people are refusing to come out of that denial. And some people are starting to come out of that denial. And there's a lot of anger and shame and guilt and, 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 um, um, uh, one second on our zoom board here. We got to, I'm going to mute our friend here so you can show up here. Um, but uh, there's a, there we go. That, no, yeah. no, just uh, something was uh, on our, our Zoom. There was a glitch on the Zoom board. Um, okay. But uh, I think that there's people that are, that, are, that are refusing to come out of denial, that are taking a hard stance, and that's creating anger and emotion and, 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 and triggering. And then there are people who are coming out of denial and there's sort of just kind of like in the awakening of that emotion, it's, it can kind of come out as like very raw, unfiltered, sometimes unguided, just reactions. It's like, ah, I'm just going to post and repost every single Black Lives Matter thing I can find on the internet. And I just got to, I have to show that I care because, oh my God, I've been so unaware for so long. You know what I mean? It's just like, we're getting this flood, even to the, to the extent that, you know, the, the Blackout Tuesday that just happened, there was articles and messaging that were going, yeah, it was really great. But at the same time, it sometimes even backfired in a sense, because there's just like millions of black squares with the hashtag Black Lives Matter that are blocking out the feeds of useful information that go along with the tag hashtag Black Lives Matter, you know? So in our effort to like do great things and I'm here, I'm here to be a part of it. Sometimes it's like, wait a second, like I'm just reacting from a place of, I'm trying to catch up because I feel like I've been out of the game for so long and I'm so sorry. And maybe I'm partly embarrassed or a little bit, I think the best word used for it is just being humbled. Like allow us to be humbled by this situation. And you know, the, the, the change that needs to take place in culture and society, it's, it's very much, it's a team effort. You know, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, just, just yesterday, just this week, they shifted the charge for the officer. Initially he was charged with a homicide um, and that has been shifted to second degree murder. You know, when I heard homicide, I was like, that's not a homicide. This guy, this guy was murdered. Like he killed him. You know, homicide is like, I'm driving a car and I accidentally get in an accident and the other person dies. You know, it's like an incidental death. This was like an intentional death, you know? And so it was, it was changed to second degree murder. And the other three officers were charged as aiding and abetting in second degree murder. So a lot of people are celebrating that and saying justice, justice. And then a lot of people are saying, you know, hey, this is just, this is just one step. It's not a victory here. You know what I mean? You can charge these people, but where is the systemic legal, cultural, uh, ideological change that needs to happen? And I think that's the journey that we need to recognize that we're on. And we all have a role to play in that. Not all of us are necessarily going to be, it's, it's kind of like the American sort of uh, the default to think like, yes, okay, I'm going to lead the charge and I'm going to figure out what's going on. And this is what's going to happen. You know, it's like, no, it's like, I, Maybe my role is just, maybe, am I humble enough to play a supporting role in this march? 
where it's, you know, do I need to be seen on Instagram, just posting it up and, and that might be needed. Yes. We need to create, create awareness. Like I see my friends and other people posting things on Instagram and it inspires me and it reminds me. Yes. So I, I appreciate that. I think it's valued, but sometimes it's like, maybe instead of saying something right now to be listening, maybe I need to be contributing financially. Maybe I need to just be, maybe, maybe I need to just be in the March and not leading the March. You know what I mean? Like I think for us to really consider what role can I play in this sustainably and not just have it be a burst of energy that just comes out, you know what I mean? Because we, we I mean, the, these protests and marches have been going on forever in our country, you know what I mean? We had the civil war and then we had Jim Crow and then we had segregation and then we had civil rights and then, then we had mass incarceration and we've got, you know, and you know, you look back and, and protests and riots happen, but then what really comes of them? So I think for us as a, as a culture and as a society, the real question is, what are we gonna keep doing beyond the riots and the protests? And how am I gonna contribute to systemic change through not just a um, not just a push of protest, but through a like the way I live my life and how I how I how I even my own microaggressions that I commit on a regular basis, you know, and how I interact daily with people. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There was the whole there was the whole story of, of of the woman who called the police on a man in Central Park. He was a black man taking taking photos. You know, and she called the police, you know, on him purporting some, some trouble, some troublemaker in the park, you know, and it's, it's, I think that we look at that and how appalling, but how many people it's like, there is, you know, there just is, there's just this bias. Some people don't like to use the word racism, but there's just this bias towards, towards people of color that exists, um, um, where you know, they do psychological experiments where, you know, you can look and see um, just they, they show pictures of different people, of different shades of skin and the levels of fear and anxiety that raise up in a person, you know, because we associate certain people with, with violence or crime, et cetera. And so I think that part of it is doing a long look in the mirror and looking about how I lead my life. I think part of it is also just like what, what, camp do I sort of fall in? Am, am I sort of in the like, yes, of course, I've known this happening forever. Or am I just going through the shock of like, am I coming, am I coming out of, am I coming out of a denial? Am I refusing to come out of denial? Or am I trying to assist in the coming out of denial of the greater society and culture? Anyways, I was talking for a while and our chat board sort of blew up. Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked at any of these chats. So so true, but sunshine's every prayer revolution, true moment of embodying the curiosity and humility of Arjuna. Numbness dissolving, all lives matter, need to separate protesters and people who are robbing and taking advantage of the situation. Uh, yes, all lives matter, but because we don't live in a society that recognizes that, we need to focus on the specific lives that are oppressed. So uh, just putting that out there for you. Um, et cetera, so many, so many comments. And I don't know if we need, we need to save these comments for tomorrow because we're, we're running out of time and I have to make a stop today at 9.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Doyle, for sharing. It's something that it's the dialogue around it, you know, what we're talking about and I was appreciating Zoe sharing something on, on uh, Instagram as well where it's, it's so diverse, right? 
and, and what you're what I'm hearing you share it's like yes like yes let there be protests yes let there be fire yes let there be energy behind it let that move in a positive way for positive change and at the same time okay you know marching and protest and yes to that and okay what is the sustainable lifelong change what am I doing with my own consciousness what am I doing with my own heart how am I living my dharma how am I living in alignment with the nature of my soul and consciousness which has that effect it has the effect of uplifting others of changing the environments that we're in in a positive and dynamic way and yeah. um that's like that is the both sides of it right the, the now the immediate the response and also like yeah you know let's let's go within our own hearts and let's take inventory and, and, and change within like what comes to my mind and again i gotta i i gotta wrap it up because i told myself I have a 935 phone call with somebody. Um, but I, um, what, what I think, like, I think, I think back to like, even like uh, um, the Occupy Wall Street protests are taking place, although a very different circumstance, you know, it wasn't racial injustice, but you know, whether it was Occupy Wall Street or, or today, current, I just think of protests and et cetera. And what and part of me thinks, like if I'm either politicians or people, you know, that, that these protests are being directed towards, Part of me just thinks they'd imagine they, that I'm sure I'm sure the people would just be like, yeah, let them make a bunch of noise. It'll die out and then we'll just move on. You know what I mean? Like, like how do we make sure we're not just making a bunch of noise and then like they're just waiting for us to get tired and go back to our lives and et cetera. You know what I mean? And so I think I think what what's what's needed is that, you know, we say Black Lives Matter. We say this, but like what what needs to happen? You know what I mean? Make it, make it real practical, make it very specific. This is what we're asking for. This is what needs to take place. And it may be, sometimes it's legalistic, sometimes it's political, sometimes it's social, but it's like, you know, we want to make changes. And I think that that's, that's the question we can really ask ourselves. It's like, what really needs to change in my life? And the way I view and look at the world and the way that view and look at the people around me and the way I behave and what can I do to, to, to enact that change in the people around me in a sustainable way that's not just like rah, rah, rah protest. I mean, that's the protest is just bringing, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. said protests, riots are the voice of the unheard. So the people that are being unheard, but it's like, what are we trying to say? You know what I mean? And what are we trying to mm -hmm. Yeah. There's the immediate and then there's the long, there's the immediate and the long term. It's a, a strategy yes. for both, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, my Instagram just mm -hmm. cut because I have a friend. Bryn, I don't know if you're here. Can you can you mark all these down, Bryn, in our chat boards and save them? Well, we can pick them up tomorrow. She's doing her best. All the you always, we we always say that we always say that Doyle. I don't think we have done it once. So I think that we means can do it. Uh, we, we got it. We're just gonna pick it up tomorrow. Zerlina, thank you for your service. Okay. Show your heart, Zoe. Love you guys. We will pick up this conversation tomorrow. If there's anything specific that you want us to write or share, please write to us. Prayer Revolution at BuckyCenter.org. Be in touch with us. We love you guys. And um, yes, it's super important. Let's let's keep it let's keep it rolling. I, I didn't get to read all of the comments, so hopefully they got saved. And you've got to go, Doyle. Get out of here. I do got to go. Love you guys. Take care, everybody. We'll see you again soon. Hadi hadi.